Will the Boston College Class of 22 be the springboard for more success for Boston College football? We're going to discuss all of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. On today's show, we're going to talk recruiting. I have some news, and we'll talk basketball rankings as some interesting news came out today that I want to share with you. So let's start off with recruiting. On December 15th, that is a week from Thursday, is going to be the National Signing Day. It's the early National Signing Period where, for the, I think it's like two or three days, early recruits can recruit uh, commit to their schools. This is usually where Boston College receives most of their commitments. And for the class of 2022, Boston College already has 23 commitments, so they're in good shape. They are ranked 24th nationally according to 247. If you go to my site and at uh, Sports Illustrated All-American, who are the, the people I work with, they have them as the 13th ranked team. So 13th ranked. Obviously, that is much higher than 247. The discrepancy is pretty big, but what you can't take away from that but what you can't take away, what you can, excuse me, what you can take away from all of the, the these rankings, is that Boston College is having a special class. This is this is better than anything Steve Adazio has ever done. You know, Steve Adazio had his moments where he could recruit, but top to bottom, Boston College is putting together a recruiting class that is second to none. This is going to put BC, you know, in the top quarter of the ACC in terms of their recruiting class. This is going to make them a national brand, a name that people are going to know about. And why is that? It, just using 247 because they use the star system. SI All-American, we don't use star systems, but it's more just analysis. And uh, we have a, a series of different uh, reporters who you know, analyze players. There are four four-stars coming in in this class already. Those four stars, Sayone Hala, who we've had on the show, if you want to check out our interview with him, go back into our archives. You can find that. Joseph Griffin the uh, Jr., a wide receiver. Quan Williams, who we also had on the show, you could check out his interview if you just go back. And there is Matt Reagan, who just received his fourth star. He's a tight end from Lawrence Academy, where Boston College was actually just visiting. Um, they were they uh, sent, uh, sorry, Frank Signetti and Matt Applebaum, so offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. So you have four four stars. I don't think I can ever remember Boston College. I don't think they've ever done that before. We'll probably get that from BC uh, Sports Information on signing day. But this is a class that something that is to the level that you have never seen here before. And what does that mean? So Halfley, he's been working. You know, he's, you know, half the roster's his, half the roster's still Adazio guys. But when you start to fill this roster with quality depth, with guys that are highly ranked, with guys that are recruited by major programs, which you look at almost every player on here, and every single one of them has multiple big uh, Power 5 offers. That was a big difference between Frank Spaziani, Steve Adazio, and Jeff Halfley. So there, you're getting more and more quality. What ends up happening is you start to fill in the depth that you need so that if you have an injury to Phil Dracovic, you have an injury to... Um, your safeties. You have an injury to your defensive lineman. If Shita Salah is, Shita, Shita Salah is out, you have a quality guy behind him. 
you start to build that up, you can absorb these injuries. You won't have BC flailing backwards because they don't have the depth to cover the issues that they've had. So that is big. Now, clearly, Boston College needs to perform better on the field and a bunch of different things that have nothing to do with depth. You know, there's some different things that are going on, but I'm just talking from the depth perspective. This is really solidifying what they are doing. This is big news for this program because now, instead of having to just scan the transfer portal every year to fill in, you have guys that you've developed, that know your system, that can play immediately once they've kind of taken a year. And so the guys from 2021, who was also, you know, a top 35 class, they're, they're starting to get developed. You, you saw Donovan Azaraku. You saw um, Jaden Williams and some other uh, you, you, uh, Drew Kendall starting to pop up. You're seeing these players start to get their chance. Now, when the class of 2022 comes in, you have guys behind them. And class of 23 is even more special. BC already has two four stars for that class. And they've been targeting even more. And you can check out some of the guys that they've been targeting on bcbulletin.com. But that's not my point. You're getting guys that want to be here, first of all. How many decommitments has Boston College received yet? Zero that I can think of from this class. These guys all want to come to Boston College. So in a week, I expect almost all of these guys to sign early. I think they're all going to go there. The one name you're going to want to watch for, and I'll give you that to you now, is Amari Jackson. Amari Jackson is a cornerback from Georgia who just was visited at home from Tennessee and he is, uh, but he was also visited by Boston College the day before. I think he's going to end up at BC. He, you know, he went to Eagles Landing High School, which I feel like it's just too perfect. He has to go to Boston College, right? But I think, you know, he, he has said all along that academics is a big thing for him. And Boston College, University of Tennessee, if, if academics is important, not really much of a choice there, right? So Jackson would be the one name to watch for, but I still think he ends up at Boston College. So this is an exciting class. you got multiple tight ends that can come in and fill for Trey Berry, Matt Reagan, and Jeremiah Franklin. Both are good pass catchers. They'll be perfect for the system. you got multiple defensive backs, defensive linemen. They've got, the, they've got the whole gamut of players coming in, and they still have a few more spots. And it'll be interesting. I, you know, on BC Bolton, I gave you some of the names that I've heard bounced around. They had a new um, uh, recruit come on this week that was very highly sought after. And you can check that out. But they've had a, a handful that they're still looking at. And they're being choosy. They're not going to just give out uh, offers. They're not just giving out, you know, scholarships to guys that they don't want. They're going to get guys that they need and guys that will fit their system. So right now, Boston College recruiting is at a whole other level. And it's only going to get better. And this is going to, you're going to see that dividends pay off on the field. So that's our thoughts about that. And in a moment, we're going to talk about basketball because basketball is improving, but how much are they improving? We'll look at that more in just a moment. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid major players you may not even heard of. And you can play with the NBA, NFL, a lot of the other leagues are there. Heck, I hope if you are playing prize picks, I hope you pick the under on Mac Jones during Monday Night Football because, man, watching him throw three times, all I could think of is like Steve Adazio or somewhere going, man, this is what I wish we could have done. But anyways, prize picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns and even interception thrones. When you sign up today, they're going to give you a 100% deposit match up to $100. 
Just be sure to use promo code Locked On. You just pick two to five players and over and under on the projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. They allow mixed sports entries, so you can play, pick players like Giannis Antetokounmpo and Mac Jones, and then make the overs and unders, and boom, you're in. Entries can be made 60 seconds or less on their award-winning app on the App Store or Google Play, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Thank you all who have been listening to our show all year long. This is we're into the month of December. We've been doing this for over a year. And I've gotten so many great messages from fans and listeners. I want to thank all of you. I do this out of love for uh, my love for doing it, but I also love getting your responses too. And um, it's been a it's been a great year for that. So one of the parts I love about doing this podcast has been talking about football because football right now is is you guys like listening to it. When I talk about recruiting or coaching or anything, I can see the numbers. It's like whoa, there's this huge spike in interest in football when I talk about it. Then. For the about you know up until about a month ago, whenever I talked basketball, like the numbers would just dip. And you know, basketball is not my hun- my top sport in terms of what I cover, and I'm more knowledgeable in football than basketball. But I love basketball too. But over the last month, I have noticed the interest in this basketball team has jumped. Now, on yesterday's episode. You know, there's a group of fans that have been really animated about this team. They call themselves the Sickos, you know, protect the nut. And, you know, that's starting to take off. But there's the interest in this team has has been very uh, apparent because BC's playing much better. You know, the, we, the, the expectations going into the season were rock bottom. You know, as we said on yesterday's show, many people had thought that you know, Earl Grant would never win an ACC game this year based off of the roster that they had. You know, you're bringing back James Carnick and you had the Langford brothers and, you know, a bunch of other unknowns. But BC played better. Their defense is in the top 50 in the country just a year after being in like 200th or whatever they were last year. Huge improvement. And the numbers are, are dictating that too. So now they are six and three. They're playing St. Louis next week. But I saw a graphic by Fox College College Hoops, which asked which team had been the biggest surprise, and they showed the biggest jumps in Ken Palm ratings. So number one, Iowa State, who's plus 48. Number two, Wake Forest, plus 45. Number three, Arizona, plus 35. Four, DePaul, plus 34. And coming in at number five, Boston College at plus 32. So... Ken Palm, if you're not aware, maybe you're not a big college basketball head, is like one of the premier statistics that people use to to um, evaluate a team. Ken Pomeroy is the guy that created this statistical system that evaluates offense, defense, luck, all this, all these different moving parts, and gives the team a rating. Now, Boston College for years has been around like 170, 180. That's usually where around where they finish. They're usually one of the bottom power five schools, which makes a lot of sense because they played pretty poorly over the last couple of years. They're up to 113 right now. Now they started the year, as they said, you know, around 143, and they've ticked their way up. And, you know, they lose a few, they go back down. They win a few, they go back up. When you beat a team like Notre Dame, who was Ken Palm Ken their Ken Palm rating was 43. That is a huge win. And it, that jumped them up like 30, 30 points or so. 
So Boston College, just with one big win, immediately kind of jumps into that next stratosphere. Now, the next big game for Boston College, as I said, is against St. Louis. And this is not like Notre Dame. Notre Dame, you know, top 50 team. This is the next quadrant down. St. Louis is 89th in the country. You know, they're 7-2. and two. They're a good team. St. Louis beat BC last time they played. And they are ranked very good. They're a very good offensive team. So this is going to be a good matchup for BC's defense. They're going to be playing them on the road, which they haven't played very well. And they're going to have to play good against a team that is top six, 75 in, in offense. Their defense is not very good. And Boston College should have a chance to win. Now, you win that game. You move up even more. I think, honestly, if Boston College wins against St. Louis, they're going to get closer to 100. They probably won't get up to the 100 yet. And that is a huge success. These are just statistics, but Ken Palm kind of dictates where tournament rankings come in, where teams are kind of projected to go. That is big, and that shows where Earl Grant has this team going. Boston College is, you know... Uh, rankings might not mean that much now because it's going to change down the down the road, but you just need to get fans interested again. You need any indicator that'll get them interested. So you have the sickos doing this. You have to defend the nut. You have all this stuff going on, and then the on-field, on on the court performances will add that. You'll get more casual or comatose fans that haven't been part of it that aren't interested in going to Conti Forum. They're going to start returning. So you know BC is is improving. They still are not perfect. They still have ways to go, especially on the offensive side, and they need to do it consistently. But you have to feel good where they're at right now, and you have to feel good that they went with Earl Grant. Now, in our final segment, we're going to get into the news. There's lots of little just nuggets. I love to give these in our final segment on our show, so you're going to check that out. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and USC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, folks. It's Built Bar time. The season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. It's the Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugars, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy. With so many flavors. I, you know, I open a box, and I can't decide, you know, when I get the mixed box, I can't decide which one I want. Because there's so many good choices with mint brownie, raspberry, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, and all the specialty flavors that they have coming out constantly throughout the week. You need to check out the website to check out what they have. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those holiday door, uh, mall doors excuse me, and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Your friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few more Built Bars in those stockings. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Here's what you need to do to get your Built Bar deal. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Blackhair. Now, this is our news segment. As I said before a couple weeks ago, I've moved my news segment to the back. I get to the good stuff first, get all to the make you wait until the good uh, news segment at the end. So Boston College uh, center Alec Lindstrom was named a finalist for the Remington Award. Now, he was named along with the center from Virginia and Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. Uh, now, this is probably not going to go to Alec Lindstrom's favor. He was the sixth-ranked passing-blocking center. He had a great year. You know, pro fantasy football, uh, pro football focus, excuse me, had him ranked pretty high. But Linderbaum is a center at a whole other level. He's probably one of the highest ranked centers I've ever seen. Um, he's going to be a early draft pick, even though he's a center, because he's an athletic freak. He can do a lot of things. Um, so I don't think I don't think Lindstrom's going to get it. But as I said on Twitter, this is not something uh, like even if he doesn't win, this is still a great thing for Lindstrom. Obviously, being a finalist, being a top three in your position is obviously a big deal. That is something that you uh, can, you know, feel good about. But also for the program as well. I, you know, I saw them tweet it out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, but if Lindstrom is a finalist, think of how Matt Applebaum could use that on the recruiting trail. How Jeff Halfley could use that on the recruiting trail. If you have offensive linemen, they're like, huh, do I go to Boston College or do I go to, you know, do I go to Penn State? Well, Boston College has a little bit here that I, they can they can sell them on. You may think that's a little deal, but honestly... When they make brochures or or, D, or you know um, marketing materials to these kids, and they do a lot of this kind of stuff, they can sell. Hey, we had a Remington finalist. Don't you want to become the next one? Boom, that'll do it. So it's a big recruiting thing for Boston College. Next, we're back to all ACC and all American teams, and the Associated Press released their all ACC team on. Tuesday, and a bunch of Boston College players made it, including first-teamers Alec Lindstrom and Zion Johnson, both offensive linemen. And then on the second team, it was Christian Mahogany, another offensive lineman, um, Josh DeBerry, excuse me, defensive back, and Pat Garwo third. And let's go a little diatribe here. For the fifth time, I need to say I was complete. I got, it's like two of them actually, two players that I was wrong over the last year: Josh DeBerry and and Pat Garo. But Garo was more recent. Uh, I I thought all along that he was going to be a backup behind you know Sinkfield, Levy, and maybe even some of the younger guys. And he ended up rushing for over a thousand yards. It was very valuable in that offense. He was instrumental in making sure that offense actually was able to do anything once Jakovic was gone. So. I again gotta apologize. I was wrong <laughs> again, and I know that that was uh, one of my 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 mistakes of the year. And I had a few of them, including winning nine games. But I, don't I get an audible for that because Djokovic was out? I guess maybe not. And our final little piece is some scheduling news, which has to do with Boston College and Notre Dame in 2022. Boston Notre Dame released their entire schedule for the next year, but Bo- and Boston College is obviously on that, and they're going to play on November 19th, 2022 in South Bend. So for all of you that are going to, you know, take your RVs and head out to South Bend, you get your date now. Now, this is going to be an interesting game for a few reasons, because first of all, we already had Djokovic play against Notre Dame at home, but now he's going to travel back to South Bend. And he, you know, he gave his great media answer saying, you know, it's going to be an exciting game. He gets to return. He said, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an exciting one to be able to go back to Notre Dame and play on that field. I mean, nothing too thrilling about that convert. I mean, not thrilling anything 
revealing about that uh, quote, but that's what he said. So it's going to be a big one. And we get to see Marcus Freeman, their new uh, Notre Dame head coach, who if you saw him, BC Bolton, I, I rated him very high. I think this is a slam dunk uh, hire for the Fighting Irish. I love this hire for them. You know, for all of you out there that are like, oh man, I hope Notre Dame takes a step back. This is no Charlie Weiss here. This guy is going to be the real deal. Um, and I honestly think he has the te- he has the potential to be an upgrade over Brian Kelly, who took the job at LSU. So Notre Dame is in good shape. They're going to have their game on, you know, next year on November 22nd. And it'll be another chance. I'm sure they're going to be a ranked team. They're going to be a good team. They're loading up again. And they're a team that, you know, Kelly left in good shape with a good 35-year-old coach who's going to have them ready to play. Now, on tomorrow's show, we're going to continue getting into the news. We'll start previewing hockey a little bit more because I know we want to talk a little bit more about that. And we'll have everything else that's coming up. And on Friday's show, we're going to be joined by Clayton Truder, who wrote us. He's a Boston College alumni who wrote a book about the Atlanta sports scene. If you're interested in Atlanta sports, you're going to want to hear this. The book is entitled Loserville. Give you a little preview there. Thank you all who have listened to our show. We will do this five days a week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are also on YouTube. Hit the like button there. It makes a big difference for us. This is AJ Black. You can find me on Twitter and on uh, sorry, on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC, and I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Have a great night, everyone. See you tomorrow.